live. Go ahead. Anyone else? What about you, Larissa? Got anything? How's your family back east doing? I okay. Okay, good. How's the house hunting? Can we pray for you? Yep. Okay. I like I said, I never I hardly ever do this because of my 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 heart. We we really need to go over pray over the uh, Larissa because she's really having a difficult time. And I personally out of my little box here. So if you guys want to join me and pray over Larissa, because she's she's gotta buy a house. She gotta find a house by December. And if she don't, she's gonna be homeless. So we really need to pray this special request here. So if anybody wanna join me you can. Father, as we look to you for guidance and directions, I ask that you will just um, be with Larissa as she looks for a house to live in so she won't be homeless. She really needs this house so she can stay in the area. Father, if it's your will, we ask that you find a house for her. Give her uh, grace that she will be able to find one. something that they look for. Father, she has uh, children that need a place to stay in. She's just overwhelmed with everything going on, and she's she's a single mom here. And at this point, Lord, we just ask that you send salvation to her husband, that you would just give him the the awakening that they need to work together in their marriage, Lord Jesus. We ask that you would be with Larissa and her family, Lord. We we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. I pray. Amen. So this is, uh, like I said, I came out of my box. Um, it it's just good to get out of the box on occasion. Yes, it does. <laughs> but it, it's really uh, an essential, just like here was an essential when you found your place. You know, it, it, it's really, with the fires going on, and it's even making it tougher for uh, people to find a home to live in. And uh, people, make it difficult for you to rent now and with this COVID-19 it even make it worse you know not that we know people just out there has the fear of things going on in their lives and God says not to fear to look upon him for your needs and by the way he already knows your needs and he's working on it for you so let's go to the Lord in prayer with you those prayer requests Father I do lift up Brian's grandmother and his friend Otis and Lucas, that you will continue uh, working in their lives to uh, whatever needs to be taken care of. Father, we ask for Ryan, and he asks for prayer, and just keep him uh, healthy and comfortable through his life. Lord, we thank you for him coming back. We thank you for each one that's here, that they're coming back slowly, that knowing that the fear will not keep them from coming into the house of God. We, we thank you for everything that you've given us. We thank you for, you see what's going on in our lives and you've already prepared us ahead of time through the uh, problems and issues and uh, praises that you brought. We, we thank you for uh, finding a home for uh, Selena and her family. And Lord, we just ask that you be with them and give them grace and mercy and uh, a place to live. Lord, we, we ask that we thank you for Sean's family here today. And we, we thank you for his his grace and his uh, 
giving and just uh, things in life. Lord, we, we thank you for our seniors tonight, today. And we thank you for what they do for you with no pay. And they do it for our joy, out of your loving kindness, Lord Jesus. We thank you for each one that's here that makes this service the way it is and the character that's built into it. Father, we ask that you continue blessing the center, blessing Abundant Lives Church, Lord, that they, that they uh, have a good service tonight, Lord. We thank you for everything you've given us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Uh, 
allow them to look to you, look to you for blessings and for finances help. Lord, we thank you for everything you've given us this in this ministry. And I ask that you use it for your glory and your grace in Jesus' name. Amen. Why do you give me kiss goodbye? 
But why do you say, goodbye, sweetheart, I love you? One of those things, huh? And you know what? God wants the same treatment in the morning room. God wants you to take time for his relationship with you. And you'll get better at that. Trust me. I don't know if anybody had a rough day, you know, in the morning. And you don't feel like it's going to get any better. Right, Pastor? And then we were blessed the same day, huh? Our morning starts out pretty bad and ends up in the valley. Then we get to climb up in the mountain and we get the blessing that God has for us for that day. But here, Paul is, uh, Peter is talking about serving. What are you doing to serve the Lord? Faithful until the end. Today is a day I might think we never have known. And they're talking about, about we talk about financial. We're talking about family issues. And you know what? Family is good. So after three days, they start stinking like fish. You know, I don't know if you ever lived with family before. Sometimes it's, it's a good thing. Sometimes after three days, you want to say, I want to get out of here. Well, the day when God was given the rightful place in the affairs of our nation has been replaced been replaced by affairs of the nation. Now I watched, I saw a photo of the prayer service that Billy Graham had, or not Billy Graham, but his son had. There was thousands of people for prayer. That's unremarkable. I haven't seen this in long, in a long time. All those people out praying at the, the Capitol and they're praying for the nation. I know the pandemic brought these people to their knees. It brings people to their knees because they don't know what to do. They have so much fear. If I go out that door, what's going to happen to me? You know? The day when God was given his rightful place, our nation has been replaced by lust, greed, self-confidence, arrogance, and pride. Our nation, or our society, has no longer sees God in our midst. They don't. It's been removed from our schools, all of justice, and many legislative assembly in our land. God is no longer desired or welcome in the average home in America. True. This is all true, according to the author here. You know? I struggle to understand how a people so blessed can be so ungrateful as to even question if God exists. We must be living in the end times. Maybe. Or maybe God's just trying to get us our attention. People believe oh, there's some signs out there saying we're at end times. I, I truly believe end times will be worse almost three times what we're dealing with. And believers will not be here. And the rapture will take us up. Amen, brother. The rapture will take us up. Christians who truly believe in Christ will not be here when all hell breaks loose, and that's the expression. Okay? It's going to be worse. Read the, read the Revelation. It, it's worse. Not unlike our day. 
Peter and those who served the Lord in that day realized that the rebellion and differences of men, that even they were living in the end times. Peter's time was, oh, we're in end times. We too must be aware of our current situation and determine and abide faithful even in the midst of our adversaries. That's considered the responsibility revealed in the text as we think of it. Now, 7a, the vision of anticipation. Okay? End, time, end of all things at hand. Yes, there are troubled times, but they are also exciting times. Share the gospel. Share it to your friends. These are the days of anticipating, unlike any generations known. We, we have gone through, we are going through a generation that these have never transpired before. Not since 1918. They went two and a half years. Millions of people died. Thank God only 200,000 died for this process. And they have you fearful. Anxiety kicks in. You can't feel like you can't go out of the house. The Lord has your back. COVID-19 is the worst thing that could come on to the nation. But there's other things worse than COVID-19. And that's not knowing the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not knowing Christ. It's not knowing when you die, what's going to happen. And I can tell you, friends, that it's going to happen if you die. That's one thing you're going, it's going to happen. Are you going to die and go to heaven, or are you going to die or go to hell? Which is it? We got to remember, return of the Lord is one of them. Days in which we have lived have begun. We must remember that it is hope of the believer. Lots of hope. Lots of hope. The stage is being set for his return. Each year, each day, each month, things seem to be worse. You know, the Bible teaches that there will be great falling away before the Lord returns. Major Christian singers today renounces to Christ. Friends of mine renounce of Christ. They've been taught through the church. They've been taught through the Sunday school. They've been taught through VBS. They denounce who Christ is even though they know the truth. Part of the end times coming. The church has lost its power and influence on that. People have come to Pastor Martin or even Pastor Rick or any pastor, Pastor Martin. What should I do, Pastor, with this situation? I said, do you want my opinion or do you want the biblical aspect of this question? I want your opinion. Of course, my opinion is going to be the biblical concept. So you're not going to win with me. That's it. We lost our power and influence. Because the world takes over human nature. You need to serve the Lord. Keep busy in the Lord's realm. In the Christian realm. Help the churches out. Help whoever needs help. You have the resources. Help them out. I remember two years ago when we had the Paradise Fire. Prior to that fire, the offering seemed to get lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of money. I said, what is going on here? This has never happened in the history of Big's Ministry Center. 
And a month before the fire, or during the fire, God led me to open up the facility for those who needed a place to live. That's what the money was for. Was to support the 40 people that were here living in the church, living at my house. You know, we need to be that. Another thing we need to do is submission. It's a be ye therefore sober. We are told to be sober, not alcohol from sober, but that might help too, but sober in mind when it comes to Christ. It means to have a good, sound mind, being seriously in control of our lives and action. That's where we're come, coming in for don't suffer for your own needs. Suffer for Christ's needs. Imagine that we could see right here if those present today would watch and see prayer. Prayer. Don't pray for yourself. Pray for other people. You know, don't pray uh, religiously. I mean, pray what's in your heart. I think I seen it the other day on Facebook. Oh, I saw it from Pastor Rick. I'm going to swipe this from you, Pastor Rick. He, he says that uh, last Sunday, I did catch it, part of it. If you had a chair and a chair there and you're sitting there drinking coffee, have that conversation while you're drinking that coffee with Christ. You could call it coffee with Christ. You know? But you need to have that conversation with Christ. There's a couple things here in Scripture. And above all things have fervent love for one another, for love will cover multitudes of sin. Now, let's go to 1 Corinthians. Yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. They always call it the sweetheart chapter. suffers long and it's kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave rudely. Does not seek its own. Is not provoked. Thinks no evil. Does not rejoice in inquities, but rejoices in the truth. Bears all things. Believes all things. And hopes all things. Endures all things. Love never fails. Love. Remember that. Love. Peter talks about love here. For others. Not for you, for others. Love will cover all your multiples of sin. Name it, and love will do it. We watched a movie the other night, and this young man ran away because his best friend and his best girlfriend got together. And he was so hurt and so disappointed, he went in hiding for seven years. And what's so funny is that the young man who he had feelings for, about bad feelings for, 
was on his, he's going to die. And it took that guy seven years and on this young man's deathbed to go in and ask for forgiveness. Seven years of lost time because he had hurt feelings and he had hurt and bad feelings for this guy. He needs a love, not hate. Be hospitable to come to one another. Hospital. You know, I don't know about you, but back in the, the days where somebody wanted to come over and get a cup of coffee or come over just to chat, they were able to come over. Today, hello, this is Pastor Martin. Can I come over and visit with you? Oh, not today. I'm really super busy, Pastor. What I meant by that is you used to be able to just pop in and say hi. But people are too busy today to get a relationship with somebody or some person or even Jesus Christ that they don't have time. Be hospitable. Now don't come back, don't come to my house after nine o'clock. She needs to come over at nine, I'm welcome. But I was in bed at quarter to nine last night, so. Or before eight o'clock. Before eight o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Why not five? Oh. <laughs> Be hospitable, okay? If you got more than what you got, share it. Share it. You know, anybody wants some strawberries? Come on to my house. I've got half of the bucket left. Okay, so come get some. They could be gone without being rotten. Because sometimes it's cheaper to buy a bunch of it than just a little bit of it. So come get some strawberries. I already ate all the grapes, so. But don't grumble about it. Peter says, you know, be hospitable, but don't grumble. Each one has received a gift. Minister to it one another as good stewards of manifold grace of God. Let's go to uh, what is it? I'm going to go to Galatians five. By the way, Pastor Rick, I know you don't like to be, you know, noticing my service or anything, but um, when I, your wife was talking about love. Well, not love, but um, yeah, love. It was love, right? And I got to thinking about uh, a, a gift. Because when I read Galatians, Galatians it, this is 5 or 10 about uh, what gifts are. And I thought love was the avenue where it will help the gifts proceed. And here in Galatians 7, love fulfills the law. You ran well, who hindered you from obeying the truth. This mercy does not come from him who calls you. A little leaven, little leaven leavens the whole lump. I have confidence in you in the Lord that you will have no other mind, but to trouble you shall hear his judgment. Walking in the spirit, and it goes into your fruit of the spirit. 
fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against there is no law. And those who are Christ have crucified the flesh with the passion that is desired. It's interesting how you read it, you, you try to do it, but you can't do this without Christ. And when I was sitting in, it's always good for a pastor sitting on another pastor, wife speaking, and other pastors that you hear something different. And it finally clicks on you as a pastor. Man, I didn't hear it that way before. I didn't study it that way before. Because God uses other people to help other people understand Scripture. If you don't understand it, sit in on a different service. You might hear a different one, different viewpoint. A Scripture viewpoint, not the personal viewpoint. Love. Love covers everything, even sin. Even sin. As each one of you received a gift. When you become a Christian, you receive gifts. And love should be at the top. Because without that, like plain and simple, it's worth nothing. If anyone speaks, let him speak as an oracle of God. If anyone minister, let him do it with ability which God supplies. Now, when you decide to do a ministry for a church, or you decide to do something for someone, don't do it out of regret. Don't do it out of grudgery. Don't do it, well, this is, I don't need it anymore, and this is no good, this is old. I want to give it to them brand new, if you have it. Now, I've gone through this many times. Pastor, I want to send you some, uh, Donations to you to your church. I says okay. So I go through this box, and this box I had to dump it. It was trash. It was trash. If you go and give something to the church, make sure it's good stuff. Just don't pass your trash on to the church, because it's going right out there in a the dumpster. Sorry to say that. But do it with the ability which God supplies you. You know, without the ability of God, I'm nothing. You ever seen the model where the, the, I watched the movie the other day. See, I watch all kinds of movies. And this woman here sitting here uh, messing with clay. And she made these beautiful mugs. And she had this technique that if she dipped the top, she would stick something in the cup to make it round again. You know, God, I remind, it reminds me of God, how it puts something in me and makes me round again. And a round has no ending. And the lady put this guy's name on it. I said, that's God. God forms you out of clay and he puts your name on it. Put your name on it. And you can do anything with a mug. You can drink out of it. Make a hot soup. A few years ago, we had a lady who came 
before she passed away, had a, a little a woman's thing and they gave each other mugs and each mug represented a person and they will pray for that person. I still have the mug and Linda still has her mug. And every time we Vicky see that Ritchie. mug, huh? I had Vicky Richie's. Right. And we, every time I saw that mug, I said, man, this is that woman's mug. And it, it makes you think about people. Had a friend. I was sick in the hospital. I, I, I was sick for like three months. And he would come in and sit on my side of the bed. And I was sleeping. Even though I was sleeping, he was sitting on the side of my bed, reading a book. And I would wake up and I'd see him sitting there. I says, how long have you been here? Oh, been an hour or two. I mean, you sat for an hour or two listening to me snoring? <laughs> That's pretty rough, buddy. But he was my best friend. But he passed away. I remember him. See, some of the things that we do, we have to do with meaning and ability to please God, to touch someone's lives. And only God could do that in you. In all things, in all things, not in some things, but all things, God may be glorified through Christ Jesus, to whom belongs the glory and dominion forever and ever. Not some things, but all things you do. Allow God to work inside you to show that hospitable character, to show that love character, to show that grace character. And you can't lose. God loves each one of us, and he wants the best of us. And through that process, we will learn how to suffer through the glory of God. And that's next week. Let's have a word of prayer. Father, I do thank you for your glory. We do thank you for everything you've given us. We ask that you take this day, use it for your glory, use it for the week, and allow us to be, look to you for guidance and directions in this process of living as a Christian. Father, we thank you for your love. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all stand if you can.
October 17th, good. What day is it? Saturday? Saturday? Yeah, that should be good. Okay, I'll send out invitations. Alrighty. Probably late afternoon. Probably dinner. Probably dinner hour. Hey, Mom. What? 